All right, time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Okay, let's talk about this big meeting. We've got Premier David Eby and Prime Minister Trudeau meeting today. What's on the agenda? Well, how dedicated is he to British Columbia? He leaves here and goes to Ottawa in the middle of the winter. What kind of sacrifices do you ask of your premier? <laughs> is it cold uh, in Ottawa right now? West Coast kind of yeah. snarkiness. What can you say? No, it's it's a big deal. It's uh, This is a, a big uh, expedition from B.C. The premier's got, what, six cabinet ministers with him? A day of meetings. Uh, media avail at uh, 8.30 our time. Meets the prime minister early afternoon our time. Uh, wrap-up Zoom conversation with the press gallery, and a heavy agenda. I mean, you just look over the ministers that are there, you get a sense of all the stuff they're talking about. I think, pretty good guess, the number one topic, for Ottawa as well, is the coming health care summit between the Prime Minister and the Premiers. British Columbia has been asking for that uh, way back uh, mid-term John Horgan administration. So obviously BC is delighted the meeting is happening and there's lots to talk about in advance. All right, let's start with the health care issue then. Yeah, so uh, British Columbia, I, I mean look, there's a deal. The Prime Minister would not have agreed to meet the Premiers unless it was already understood at the official level that Ottawa is going to put in more money and the provinces are going to cooperate on setting targets and sharing data. That was the outline of the deal. So we don't know how many dollars, but we do know more is coming. I don't know if Ottawa will go all the way to meet the provincial target, but there will be more money and it will be spread over 10 years. The other thing, Simi, that the feds have indicated, I gather, is that the amounts of money will be distributed to provinces on a per capita basis. So British Columbia would be in line for about 14% of the total package. That's our population. But the provinces will be allowed to tweak the amounts in terms of where the money goes. Different provinces have different priorities. So... Uh, Health Minister Adrian Dix was asked on Friday, oh, what are the B.C. priorities? And, and he said, well, apart from everything, <laughs> B.C. mental health and addiction, funding for long-term care, home support, community care, and recruitment of medical professionals. And I think the province is also looking for Ottawa to make it easier to get international doctors and nurses here and get them practicing. There's a lot of changes need to happen at all levels. But that's the sort of provincial list. And as I said, I think Ottawa's open to the idea of, as I say, tweaking the distribution of the money as long as the province agrees to share data and as long as the province agrees to targets. Dick's on that one. Again, he was asked Friday. He said, hey, our data is great. We're happy to share data with Ottawa. We bet that we have insights and data that they don't even know about. So, again, British Columbia, quite enthusiastic about this. And I don't think B.C. will be any kind of an obstacle to a deal on health care. 
Okay, so that's one thing, though. But the other big issue that Premier David Eby has talked about is bail reform. Yeah, so the Premier joined the other Premiers of, of Canada in an open letter. Well, yeah, an open letter. They, they sent it to the Prime Minister, and then they released it to the media, and that was earlier January, mid-January, and basically saying that, look, uh, federal government amended the criminal code in 2019, and it has had unintended consequences. And the big one is chronic offenders now, because Ottawa changed the bail uh, rules to make it much harder to impose bail and to lock people up who don't who violate bail conditions. Um, the result is this running problem of chronic repeat offenders who get released on the same shift as the police officers who arrested them. They get turned loose, and, and we know the kind of stories. And Vancouver has had a number of these nightmares. They spread right across Canada and Ontario. You had a police officer killed by somebody who was quote, violating his bail condition. So that's a big pressure issue. Our Attorney General, Nikki Sharma, is joining the Premier. Uh, that will be one of the things she's pushing for in meeting with federal officials. Simi, it seems like a no-brainer to the public. Like, why wouldn't you admit you went too far in bail reform and you're going to pull back? It's not as easy a sell as you might think. Okay, that that's a big issue, though. Yeah. They're, they've got a lot of ministers who are in Ottawa for this meeting, yeah. too, aren't they? And, and the reason that one is not an easy sell, by the way, to just wrap that idea up, is that, that the federal government amended uh, bail conditions, mindful of court decisions, but also of a view that bail was being used to detain people who couldn't afford bail. And especially it was a contributing factor to the number of Indigenous people that were incarcerated. So even though every province has horror stories and can explain why it needs to be changed, you're up against the federal legal and judicial establishment and they may feel they know best that this thing, this change hasn't gone on long enough for Ottawa to admit it got it wrong, went too far, and amend it. So I don't know how far they're going to get on that. Other topics, housing is a biggie. Yeah. Uh, our housing minister is on the, the trip. And, you know, Revy Kalon raised, like, I, I think he's the first provincial housing minister I've seen to raise this. He said, Canada is admitting record numbers of immigrants, and record numbers of immigrants are coming to British Columbia. B.C. supports that. But, he says, why don't you start distributing federal housing money, instead of on a per capita basis, by population, why don't you distribute it to the provinces that most need it, because those are the provinces that are getting all the immigrants. It's a strong argument, but again, you're probably up against federal view that, no, if we're going to tweak the funding, we should send it to provinces that vote liberal. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it. But, really? Okay, well, but Metro Vancouver uh, elects an awful lot of federal liberals, so we still might get some money on that basis. I think it's a good argument. Uh, the federal, uh, Again, British Columbia welcomes the increase in immigration. It, it parades it around and says, hey, we're getting record number, record number of immigrants. This is great. But I do think there's a good argument that, and the federal government should, on a per capita basis, be sending their housing money to the provinces that have the most immigrants, that get the most immigrants. Okay, there's that, though, and they're also meeting with Krista Freeland. 
Yes, the meeting with Christian Freeland. So we've got the climate change minister, the energy minister, the jobs minister, the indigenous relations minister all meeting as well. And they're all going to have wish lists, and that's why you go to Ottawa, right? But I, the one thing I wonder is, well, Freeland's pretty careful and diplomatic, but I wonder if she'll find a way to just congratulate British Columbia on sitting on top of a $6 billion surplus at a time when the federal government is deeply in deficit. I mean, there is a, a, a certain disconnect between going down to Ottawa and That's saying true. we need financial help from a government that is in serious trouble financially and a province that is trying to figure out how to spend $6 billion before the fiscal year ends on March 31st. Uh, that is a big one there, too. Is transportation on this list at all? That's also another issue I feel like has come up. I think I have the list complete in front of me, and the transportation minister, Rob Fleming, I don't think he's on the list. Well, that's interesting. Uh, but I, 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 I stand to be corrected on that, but I don't see him on the list. Um, well, Ottawa is backing our two most pressing transportation projects, the SkyTrain extension along Broadway to Arbutus and the SkyTrain extension uh, in Surrey, uh, BC was looking for some federal help on replacing the Massey Tunnel with another tunnel. I don't think they've gotten anywhere on that one. And, you know, you had it this week on Global that... TransLink is not entirely in agreement with the idea that the next SkyTrain extension, the next transit extension, should be the one to UBC. So maybe BC isn't pressing for that because there isn't even a consensus out here of what comes next. So interesting. All right, Vaughn, thank you for that. Bye-bye, Simi.